Today's episode brought to you by the letter P for punk ass motherfucker Cam, who wasn't here today. (laughs) Yo, what's up, y'all? This is your bar retro. And it's your girl Creole. And it's another episode of Oh, oh, you need me to hang it. I was gonna let you do it. I was gonna let you do it. You hey, you was talking about me doing too much the last couple times. Oh, fuck it, this is, I'm going to do it. Yo, what's up, man? This is your boy, Retro. And this is your girl, Creole. And this is not an episode of Ah, uh, But Yeah. Oh, you trying to make it sexy. Nah, we up in this motherfucker. Not you trying to I make have, this midnight love. I have, I have a special, we have a special guest today. One of my dear friends. How long have we been on each other? Oh, Ooh. my guy. Shit. <laughs> AT&T days. Was that 2000? 2009-ish. 9-ish? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Over a decade. It's <laughs> over a decade. 14 years. Yeah, it's over a decade. It's been a while. Cool. Mind you, y'all, at that time, I didn't know. She never told me she did a dab in music. But, you know, we, I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we'll jump off in it. We have my dear friend, <laughs> my would have been, could have been, should have been baby mama, but you know, you know how it goes. He had to settle for me. I had to settle for Creole. Miss Jahia in the building. Let's go, baby. I Let's can't go. believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. What's up? My name is Jahia. Um, yes, that is correct. I am a songwriter. Uh, I do a lot of different things, but uh, she do. She is a jack of all <laughs> trades. I'm kind of AD. I think that's the ADHD boy. Yeah, I, I just have a busy mind. And, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a jack of all trades too. <laughs> I say she says she's a writer, but she writes. She performs. She actually have a song out on YouTube. She deals with the Essence Fest stuff. Uh, she's in. She's in everything. Anything yeah. artsy fartsy. She got her hands in it. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I love art. I have a, a small production company. Uh, contract with Essence Festival. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't want to ramble too much. No, it's no rambling. Man. No, just let them know. <laughs> shit. Because yeah, because um, hopefully, hopefully one year you could help us get up uh, Essence. Oh, you know, we'll we'll try. We're working on it. That's a long story, but yeah, I'm just you know trying to trying to grow, trying to expand. I'm I'm a curious person. I always like to push the envelope and see what's what's possible. And um, Hell yeah. I'm always down to help people as well. So that's what's up. What's the, and like I say, she, I had like when she told me she like she told me a while back. Yeah, I'm you know I got a song that I want to do. I'm writing a song. I'm like, what? You really you fuck with music like that? Oh, you could curse too. You don't have to okay. worry about PG. <laughs> um, they're like, you you fuck with music like that? She's like, yeah, you know I want to. It's like, okay, I know people who say they're writers and shit. All right. Oh yeah. So you I'm like, cool. But, bro, when she brought her song and when I heard it and saw the video for it, I'm like, bro, like, it's fucking awesome. Like, I was so shocked. (laughs) Not saying that she couldn't do anything, but it came out of nowhere for me. It was like left field. It was like, 
It was oh, like some, really? It's like something she didn't tell you, didn't tell you, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, I'm a songwriter, by the way. Yeah, and and it's like, damn, you really like you. She, she I got skills. She wrote the song, shot a video for the motherfucker, and it's all cool. It's like I love her song. Well, thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, when it comes to writing, um, like you, like. I don't know. I think I got affected by people saying, like, you know, chasing, like, being a rapper is, like, corny. <laughs> <laughs> However, I love rap. Um, My dad, I think I get it from my dad. My dad is, a like, a poet, like, a professional. For real? Yeah, my dad. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. He's a... So I grew up around art and writers. And, like, people, like, I saw my dad. He makes a living off of his writing. So, that's um, you know, that I think that's, that's in me um, mm. with the wordplay and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I never really like I I would when I was young, I would like dabble go in the studio or write or in high school rap for people, but I just never took it serious. Right. Um, just was focused on work, 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 work. But I don't know, I just had a moment like, you know what? This I always have like I said, I got the ADHD brain and I get random inspiration. I'll like have a song running through my head and stuff, and I was like, you know what? I'ma just Go all the way and just make a little music video. Yeah, hey, at least you—that's the thing. At, at least you, at least you sat there and you did it, and you can say that you did it. Yeah, I'm like, let me see what happens, and let me see how people react. Cause I would like only a very few people had before they had actually heard me rap or right. anything. So I was just like, let me see what happens. Cause I'm just, I yeah, don't man. And then when, <laughs> and then look, y'all, when she performed her song, this was her first time performing. Mind you, she had messed up her leg. <laughs> and she came up in the building with this this little boot on her leg. I said, man, how you gonna come perform? She like, I got this. And when it was time for her to perform, she took the boot off, went on the stage, did her little shit, put the boot back on, and dipped up. That's oh, it. you 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 hit the stage Drake style, like yeah, man, like wheelchair Jimmy with the with the torn ACL in Drake's early days. Bro, she did that shit. Damn, she did that shit. But bro, I was like, I was so proud and amazed. Like, man, I can't believe that this, like you say, it's like finding a fucking buffalo nickel or some shit or a fucking leprechaun. It's like, bro, are you serious? Like, you, you've been having this? You've been holding that shit? all the time, yeah. yeah. Fuck, hiding. you been holding in hostage all this fucking time? And you, what? Then, but this is the trip up. She don't really want to perform. She want to write. That's usually how it starts, <laughs> dude. That's how it starts, dude. You got a lot of people that think about it. You got a lot of a lot of your people who are like your top people started out behind the scenes first. Pharrell, Kanye, Neo, like all like songwriters and producers who was like, I don't want to be in front. I don't want to actually sing these songs. I just want to give them to people. And now they're big names on their own as an artist. I mean, for me, the hesitation is like, I feel like performing or putting yourself as an artist, it'll start locking you in. And for example, like I don't only write rap raps. So like I wanna hop genres. I wanna and yeah. I feel like when you start becoming an artist, they're gonna start trying to put you in a box. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't I want see that. that. But you yeah. don't have to do it. I mean you're not signed to anybody, so you do what you want. Freely create That's what true. you want. Because <laughs> you know, me as a horn player, you know, I tell people all the time, they're like, Oh, you just play jazz and stuff. I said, Look, I play whatever I feel like playing. I'm not just a, a gospel player, or jazz player. I play whatever I want to create and play. You can't put me in a box with it. So, and since, you know, like you say, I ain't signing nobody. I create whatever the hell I want. So, I mean, it's your, it's, and you know, the age of, and that's why I guess, and that's why I, the, 
you know, the whole this whole podcast is talking about 50 years of hip hop. And it's crazy how, like, like I said, you said here, wrote a song, recorded, got a video done. No studio backing, none of that. So as far as getting a record, like, you really don't need a record label to put yourself out there. All you got to do is know the right people, put in the work, and you could do it. So, I mean, like I say, you got that one song. If you want to do a, a ballad or whatever, do it. I mean, do whatever you want to create. Like I said, you you're not putting yourself in a box. So I feel like and nobody's going to perform your work like you can. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm, I'm looking forward to some more shit. Hopefully. I mean, I have songs kind of ready <laughs> that I just had me. But are you going to do them or are you going to get somebody else to do it? Well, it's just, been, it's been a crazy year. Like I've been, like I did the essence thing. Like I just been pulled in other directions away from the music. But, um, and I also did join, uh, I got like asked to join this group called Writing Sessions America. It's like a big songwriting collective. Okay. So like with uh, the guy who leads it, his name is Kevin. And he, he kind of been, he teaches like about, um, writing like for more commercial, like, uh, uh, if you got water, <laughs> um, like focusing on trying to like write more like for commercial projects and stuff. Oh, okay. So I just been kind of because I like like that song was just my pure creativity out of my brain. Right, right, right. No structure, no guidance, just me just explode my crazy brain yeah. on, <laughs> on whatever. So um, if that makes any sense, but uh, but yeah. So I've been kind of like trying to take a step back and just be a student. You know, yeah, learn and just learn from somebody. Yeah, yeah. Learn how to hone the craft and build on it and things like that. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So so yeah, but I do wanna release more. Um I've actually been yeah, I need to get back in the studio. So I I'm definitely ready to release. So you got a book of things just ready to go, huh? Uh, uh, a few. Oh, a few a couple things, <laughs> a couple, couple things, a couple things. <laughs> I feel like there's more, but I think you're being <laughs> humble. But I mean, it's you know, it's another thing is I don't want to just turn my wheels. Like some people, you know, you got some people they local artists and they just drop videos and they rap and they do, you know, but they don't. Maybe they just love to do that, but they're not making no money. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. You know, I don't want to just be ego stroking. You know, yeah, just oh. spending my money for ego stroking. The, yeah, there are those. <laughs> no shade, <laughs> <laughs> but. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I just I'm I'm a person like I have that creative, free spirited part, but I also like to do shit that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think that part through. Yeah. And I mean, do it on and I mean, yeah, do it on your time. Don't force it. If it's not something you like ready to put out yet. Man, put that shit out there. Look <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. Be waiting forever. <laughs> Well, how about you got you look you got your producer friends and all that? Get on I, that. I already, I already, um, yeah, my cousin Silk. I mean, you saw that little clip of us, yeah, at my house doing shit. I'm look, and he has tracks for days, and he's always willing to work with people. So it's whatever. Shit, I'm trying. What you mean? I'm trying to get me. I'm trying to get me one song and a motherfucking video out here. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying all off for? Because I'm ready for you. But then you do uh somewhere um oh my god, I don't wanna just be honest. What? A relic? Oh, I don't know who the hell you talking about, Dan. Dan. 
that was so long ago. Well, I'm saying that was a project. You already did something. No, man, that really don't count because that was his thing, though. Okay. You know that all of that, that his his the Don Anthony show. You know, I enjoyed doing everything, but that was all him. I want to do something for me. I want something that represents me, my voice and my sound. Just like how you did your thing. So you know, and like I say, ain't there a song I want to do with you? I forgot. No, you gonna have to do it was with Relic the song. Yeah, we still got it. He still got seen that track and everything. I wish the motherfucker was him, but we ain't gonna get on that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you, I had showed you her song though. Mm-hmm. What's the name of it so people can the check it out? The song is called Something for the Sirens. It's on YouTube. Something for the Sirens by Jahia. So let me tell you what I love so much about this song. It is a straight up New Orleans song. Like it has the New Orleans essence. Just her cadence, the shit she says is like, yeah, I, I just love it. And, you know, everybody always want to associate bounce with New Orleans and everything. That's the first thing they think about bounce music when it comes to it. But we have, you know, other genre music that we do produce out here. And we have some singers that we got. What's your boy? He was in the New Edition movie. And he from down here, right? Uh, uh, Luke. Luke. What, Luke James? Mm, Luke James. He's from down here. Mm. I was about to call that boy Ocean 11. But um, what's his name? <laughs> Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Ocean. <laughs> he from down here. Yeah. Lucky Day. Lucky, Lucky day. day. Yeah. So we we definitely, we always produce. We produce. We have. We're more than hip hop down here. Yeah. I was about to say, even historically, like, all the uh, American music is influenced by what came out of New Orleans. Exactly. Louis Armstrong, exactly. Buddy Golden. Like, we, we drive a lot of the culture we, from here. We. Globally. Jazz, exactly. Jazz, blues, bounce, yeah. hip-hop, all of it. Yeah. I, I just watched a documentary about how uh, marijuana and jazz started down here yeah. together. Like, Duh, the whole, like, that. all that being together. Yeah, was from down that. here. Like, I tell, I tell anybody, like, you know, I just, it's just... Is it something about being? I don't get me wrong. I I know I jock like I'm from New Orleans. I'm not from it, but you fuck appreciate it. it. I I I I adapt to the culture. I love it. I appreciate. Fuck! I got a bullet hole in my truck now, oh, so I, you're I'm official. I, I'm official. <laughs> you're official. Like you, I'm official. You live in a nine one. I, I got a bullet hole. Tell get your truck. Oh, I don't want to say where you live by, boy. You live by yeah. that park. Yeah, yeah. I, I live by that park. You hear that park. You hear me? Every time, you know, Child, yeah. <laughs> first time I told everybody, I was like, well, where's Rachel moving to? He living, he moving across from that pup. Whoa. <laughs> he <the> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so it's like. It's been quiet lately. for years, but, you know. You know, I have a few fireworks <laughs> now, then you hear me, but it's all good. But yeah, you officially christened now. You, yeah. got a, you got a small bully hole in the tailgate of your truck, so. Shit, every time I hear a song when they talk about a fire plus or what you get, a lot night one nigga running <laughs> in your shit. That's me, bitch. <laughs> That's me. That desire was happening. <laughs> But um, you know, like I say, we we have we we um I mean New Orleans is such a influential place and you know, a lot of people they try to dog it out and try to be like, you know, you know, Katrina when Katrina came, they was like, Oh man, they shouldn't rebuild New Orleans. I'm like, bitch, if it wasn't we we was here before y'all ragged last month. That's what you always tell me. People be like, There's a difference of being from Louisiana and being from New Orleans. Well, New Orleans is older than Louisiana. Exactly. I always say I'm not from Louisiana. Do yeah. not say I am from Louisiana. I am from New, New Orleans. Orleans. Thank you. You very heard me? <laughs> All day. All facts. Yeah, I love that shit. That shit. That. But you know, if you. But 
I was thinking about this the other day. Where I'm from, though, we're the motherfucking gateway to you are. the promised land. My, so, you know, my mom's people on her, on her mother's side is from Point La Hesh, which is right. where you're from. And so my you mom... You know what that's My people uh, from Point La Hesh. Oh, girl, you lying. <laughs> we cousins. We cousins. So, wait, hold the fuck. For real? Yeah. My people from Point La God, I've been messing with my cousin. <laughs> oh. Well, that's what we do down the road. Anyway. I mean, I already look like one of your cousins, so... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah, my uh, my mom said, I forgot what she said she was, either like when she was in Michigan or Germany. And she said, like, somebody had asked her, like, why is New Orleans, like, so different? It has, like, its own culture and, like, so different from the rest of Louisiana. And, you know, you know, us and our family, we like a lot of people. So my mom was like, oh, we used to be an island. And then, like, the the river built up the land and we got attached to Louisiana. So we used to be a we used to be a, our own island and then we got attached to Louisiana. Right. So that's why we different. And the guy was like, "Oh, okay." Like completely believed <laughs> that we used to be an island. But they it that recently like right for my mom, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> recently they found out that is partially true. Where? That the river built up the land and attached <laughs> like Plaquemine and uh, New Orleans to the rest of the state. Um, bro, bum, well, there but you that's why, go. But that's also why they call us the, the Northern Car- Caribbean. Because we're so different. We have, like, uh, our yeah. culture and a lot of... We still have a lot of, like, our African-based culture and music and... But that's... And that was another thing. We're growing up, and I know people will be like, you know, how you how you know about bouncing and all this stuff? But, baby, we was only 45 minutes an hour down south from y'all. Right. So it wasn't like... Trust me, y'all. I, I used to listen to Q ninety three. I used to catch that down there. We caught we caught the motherfucking radio stations. We know all about Wild Wayne and shit. Nine o'clock prop. You know we know all about that mm-hmm. shit. So you know, don't play with us. God damn it! Oh no, it's just I'm a different kind of country. It it really is. <laughs> it really is. It's Saint Bernard's cousin essentially, because y'all right across the uh, river from them, the well, northern part. Well, you know, they back in the day they say um, Judge Perez used to run both sides of the river. I can believe that. And it makes and it's weird because if you in St. Bernard, there's Perez, Judge Perez driving. It's like why mm-hmm. why is this why he's being named on this side of the river if right. he was the parish president on the other side of the river. Right. That motherfucker was a motherfucker. Cause I had I remember I had told a coworker one time we we were doing a story and like something happened in Plaquemine and I had called the sheriff's department in Plaquemines. And she's from she's from St. Bernard. And so she was like, oh, yeah, uh, like, what's his name? I was like, oh, his name is uh, Sean Domaine. And she was like, okay, uh, spell it. What is it's S-H-A-W-N or is it S-E-A-N? I said, no, it's C-H-U. And she was like, wait, 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 wait. Hell wrote yeah. that. She was like, okay, Domain, how you spell it? I was like, D-O-M-I-N-G-U-E. And I always joke and say he's our cousin because that's my grandmother's maiden name. Right. And she was like, wait, what? Nor-? I said, uh-uh, don't act like that. You from St. Bernard, them your cousins. I don't know why you acting surprised about this name. Like, half your cousins probably got these, exact like, name. Cajun Creole last names. So why are you even acting like this? Like I said, I was at work, and they had a woman. I was troubleshooting, and she was like, where are you from? I said, New Orleans. She's like, you don't have a, a Louisiana accent, a Southern accent. I said, what, you want me to talk about this shit? Oh no! Yo, oh, I, I mean, me and my cousin on that bayou over there messing with them gators. That's what you want me to talk. She's like, be going out in that bureau. Yeah, that's how I said. That's how you. No, we don't talk. They think like we that. all talk like Cajun. Yeah, no, we got our thing. You know, we, we say baby. You know, they 
That's they, that's that say keyword. Baby, say, say baby, say baby. That's all I heard after Katrina. Say baby, say baby. Say baby. <laughs> I just say no. And I, and I used to be like, no. <laughs> no. Hey, y'all lying. I be saying that. You got a New Orleans accent? No. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do just how you said that. I've gotten that a lot. When people be like, you got a New Orleans accent? No. Just how you said that? No. Exactly. But like I said, we, our music is definitely, you know, like I said, we, we, I ain't trying to be cocky, but we started a lot of shit down here, okay? That's all it is. Facts to it. They biting the hell out of bounce music right oh, now. Exactly. It's everywhere. Exactly. Motherfuckers try to want to tell uh, Miley, Cyrus and, and Miley Cyrus invented twerk. Girl, get the Who fuck the out of here. <laughs> Kiki Blake. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> shit, my song was, uh, what was that? Uh, Katie Red, Smoking That Weed. Oh, Lord. That was my shit back in the smoking day. Smoking That Weed, Smoking That Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Don't well, stop. Yeah. Yeah. My hair when my eyes turn red. And I feel like I'm going to be that, saying, yeah. Um, that fifth wall weave, I really one. want you. <laughs> I really want you. Ooh, come on. Come on. Let's go. So long. Yeah. Off the heezy, baby. <laughs> oh, and don't even talk about. Rest uh, in peace. For real. Um, shit. Was that? Is it partners crying? Um, my hot girl, your hot girl. Oh, I think that was. The yeah, partners in crime and yeah. Jubilee, yeah. But the favorite, my favorite part is at the end. She's giving me love. Oh, love. She's giving me love. The take four records days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's take four records, big boy records. I remember the time I ran into, um, I don't know if y'all remember the club called The Chat Room. No. It was I off remember. of Tulane, I think. I remember. I'm up in there, me and my cousin Ricky. I'm up in there and I'm drinking. And I bump into this guy. Come to find out, he was one of the block burners. Okay. Mm. And you remember they had their song. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on, yeah. <laughs> so they had that. I'm like, oh, shit, bro, you you on the block burner. He's like, yeah, little bro, yeah, little bro. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Come on. He started laughing. I said, man, my bad, bro. I'm drunk. I mean, step on your shit. Don't kill me. I'm sorry. He's like, no, no, you cool, brother. You cool. I said, all right, cool. So get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Shit, man. Do you could you imagine if like what if Soldier Slim was still around? Oh, How you Lord. think his his music career would would be? Like, do you think he was still would he have been local? Because I mean, don't get me wrong, it's like definitely not local. You don't think he, he was been like local? What, right when he was murdered? Like he was just starting to uh, get national. I forgot who who he signed to. Nationally, but it was like he had just had like a national song, yeah. though, right? Well, because slow motion dropped like right after he passed, yeah. and that went that went big, and yeah. that would have definitely launched him. Oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah! They was pushing him major, so who knows? You know, it definitely would have changed what we have now. It would have been a different world. Shit, him. Uh, fuck. Who else we lost? Magnolia Shorty. Magnolia Shorty. Mister Magic. Yep. Um, I said we lost football, football weeby recently. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Right when Let Me Find Out was like kind of getting some national attention. Yeah, 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 man. Like I say, we the, the the whole bounce era. It's 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 it took a while to get out there, but it's getting out there, and um, especially with there would uh, be no in my feelings by Drake without bounce. Oh hell no. There Do would I, be no go crazy by Chris Brown without bounce. Hell no. Do y'all think that? it's a trend and it'll go away like on the national level or it's here to stay like in the general culture. I think true bounce 
the true bounce is always gonna be in the culture. But people they they like that feel of the, the cadence of that beat, how we how we producing. I mean, look at like, who, oh, it was Black and Mile who did uh, "Nice for What" with Drake, I think, right? I think he helped produce think the so. beat. I think it was Black and Mile. I know. Or okay, so I remember hearing "Hot Sizzle" in Drake music. She wrote that like a soldier. You're right. That was the first. Yeah, time, that was one of the first ones. The yeah. first sample. Where I was like, hold up. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, <laughs> Drake. That was about be- it. that was before that. That was before "Nice for What" and um. That yeah. was a long time in ago. In my feelings. Mm-hmm. And he had a, I feel, and I saw it being. Because it was like slowed down. Like it, it was, was real slow down. So it's like that's, but I, but then I, because I always, I, I try to pay attention. So I'm like, well, he do come out of cash money. Right. They mm-hmm. probably got a lot of stuff in the archives. Because practicing was, is essentially him just slow singing a lot. Yeah, it's a slow singing back a lyric to back that ass up. Yeah. Right. I ain't really care for that one, though. I don't but like you say, you got that, then Chris with Wobble Up. Well, yeah, he had, because yeah, before Go Crazy, he had Wobble Up and he had um, Need a Stack back to back on the Indigo album. But Wobble Up is, um, yeah, Wobble Up is uh, the Magnolia Shorty sample, uh, Monkey on That Dick. Now, you know who's really, who's been pushing the, the bounce culture thing is Kino. Like, oh, Flyboy Kingdom. Yeah. Because I remember he, I think he was out in California for a minute or something, doing shows out there or whatnot, bringing it out there. So it's, like I say, it's, you know, it's getting out there. You know, um, will it be national-wide? Will I, will I see MTV? Why well, MTV don't play videos no more? But I'm about to say, MTV they, barely respects any black music at this point. Facts. Hell, BT barely respects black music <laughs> right now. I was just watching about uh this was sidebar, but like it was like a Rick James documentary. He was the one that got them to start uh playing black music. It was Michael Jackson, but that's mm-hmm. cause he like made a bitch to bitch fit. So yeah. they they never fucked with him. David, David Bowie had called out um had called out yeah, the TV I during the interview, interview too. Yeah. And I was like, Why y'all not playing black artists? And he, and the guy was like, Well, you know We got your your MTV reps. Fuck that. I don't even think they had Yo Young T Rex at the it time. This was oh, okay. this was them still trying to get Michael Jackson on there. Yeah. That's how bad it was. And he was like, Well, I mean, rock and roll music is influenced by black music. So he, and you know, yeah. and he was like, Well, that's not our demographic. He was like, There's a whole bunch of people that listen to black music that are not black. Uh thank you. And he called them out and they were he, the guy was stuck. Like he was like, uh because I mean, let's be real. The dude is interviewing him. He ain't making the decisions. But I mean, he was like stuck, like, I, I don't know what to say. Because there's know? nothing to tell. And then yeah, it was a fight to even get Michael Jackson on there. To think like Michael Jackson could not get on MTV at mm-hmm. one point. But you know what's crazy is that, you know, it's crazy how hip hop everybody everybody fucks with it i don't care who you are look at for look at for that 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 white motherfucker from mardi gras singing that fucking uh thinking with my dick kevin yeah the kevin gay song yeah. right why is of the white sitting there with his cup like, in his hand looking like a lsu frat boy exactly. singing that shit hard you know how many instagram videos i go by and i see little white kids singing that shit mm-hmm so it's like, and what's crazy is they love the music and everything. They love the culture, but let them bring a nigga home. Ooh. That's what they say. They like, they like our, they want our rhythm, but not our blues. Oh no, Facts. they don't. So everybody want to be black until it's time to be black. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> they don't. 
They absolutely don't. But I say fifty years of hip hop is fifty years old. That's that's crazy. I'm I'm thirty. We're no longer the cool the cool. Well, we're still the cool kids, but kind of like <laughs> well, <up there. laughs> So me and Creole, we was talking, and we were just saying like when it comes to hip hop, the South has, you know, they always kind of put us in the back when it comes to it because when you think about, it, you know, they was the whole West Coast East Coast thing. You feel me? You know, and she had mentioned that, uh, and I saw the clip when they when they used to do real music awards. They had the Source Music Award, and Andre. Yeah, it was the height. It was the height of the East Coast West Coast, like Bad Boy, Death Row Records, right? Beef, and, and so they were like actually on stage because that was the same award show where Sugar was like, "Yeah, if you don't want nobody." Dancing all in the videos. All you on know? the records. All on the records. Get with Death Row. <laughs> but when uh, Outkast won, what they won? Um, best, was it New best? Group New or Group or something, something like that. And uh, when they said, uh, when Andre got on there and he told him that, yo, you know, the South got something to say. That shit Because he was like, nobody wanted to sign us. Nobody want to respect us, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, the South got something to say. I mean, come on, man. Like, after that, I mean, I mean, T.I., Young Jeezy, the French, well, no damn franchise boys. That's that was New York, right? No franchise boys. No, They're that was Atlanta. Atlanta. They're from Atlanta. Yeah, that was early two thousands Atlanta. Snap music, yeah, that was a thing. snap music along with uh, D four L and all them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, who I'm thinking? Oh, Boys in the Hood. Boys but in no, the Hood. that was South too. Boys in the Hood was Texas. That was that was Houston because that was Scarface and them. Boys in the Hood. What's, no, what's Boys? No, not Boys, Boys in the Hood. No, with, that was. Uh, Young, I think it was with Jeezy. I and, think so. Uh, yeah, I think they they South too. But that was Bad Boy South. Yes, it was Bad Boy South. Right. So it was P, P. Diddy was producing them, but they was They were from, from the down. South, though. Yeah, they were from the South. Trick Daddy, Trina. Luke and the Two Live Crew, if we want to go all the way back. Shit, I was just going through some of that music. That shit was crazy. <laughs> People talk about the shit, man. Luke Nancy ass boy, Luke. Luke walks a wop can run. There's a song that it, <laughs> there's a song I heard the other day when I was going through my crate talking about get the fuck out of my house. I'm like, wow. But there was also a song by uh, a, I think he's local, a uh, bust down. I think that was his name. And he had a song called nasty bitch. My, my partner, my cousin, Leon, little man, shout out, put us on there one day. He said, man, y'all, cause we used to, you know, we, yeah. we used to hang you know, we used to write and rap and everything. Leon, I'm like, man, what y'all working on? I'm going to put you on something. And he put us on that shit. Nasty bitch. And I'm like, damn, boy, y'all, y'all was graphic back in the day. They're like, yeah, uh, this shit ain't new. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This shit ain't new. So, like I say, for it to be, um, like I say, 50 years, I'm going to tell you and, this. And to, but think about it. 50 years is not that long. It's bro. not long. 50 years is 1973. That's it. <laughs> It's not that it's not, long. It's not the 50s or the 40s. It's but 1973. Look how, but look how vast the the style of it and just in 50 years, look look where we at with everything. Think of everything. it this way. Uncle Mark is older than hip-hop. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so he... Born in 1970. So he he was there when it came out. You mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. Wow. I wish we could get him on this fucking thing. You know we can't. He need to hurry up and retire. That was his shout out for this episode. He need to hurry up and retire. Once he retire, boy, we're going to have Oh, a- he's going to be a wealth of knowledge. I want to hear about his Peaches days, for real, for real. Exactly. Who his came peaches, in? His Peaches days of uh, Mia X working there. 
he had worked with me and had? I don't know if he worked with me and ex. I know she worked at Peaches, and that's why she got discovered. Mm, okay. I don't know if, but I mean, Peaches was right up the street from my grandmother. Right. He worked at Peaches for a while and probably was like still popping in, but he remembers when she was in there. I don't remember if he worked with her or not, though. But let me ask you this, Jack. What, what do you think about hip hop right now? I love it. Um, you like the new age shit? Honestly, I do. As I, I love that it's evolving. I love that it's experimental. The younger Very. kids are just trying all kind of different stuff, mixing genres. I mean, like Lil Yachty came out with like a rock album. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, whether whether is good or not or people like it or not is good like you were saying it's good to just try things stretch the genre and it and it um evolve i, I love it honestly yeah i whether i could be the one time i shut that shit off <laughs> like the little old circulated <laughs> uh, but a part of me you know whether i personally like it or not you know it's gonna be a, a moment where we are gonna i won't say we're not gonna be relevant but like is not gonna be for us, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not for true. us. And, and I feel like I'm at, but I feel like at 37, I'm at that point already. That's right. the crazy part. It's like I'm at that point already. I find myself listening more to sh- my sh- my old oh, 2000 sorry. shit, my 90s shit. Some very few new shit I listen to. Like I'm not gonna lie, I can't I can't get down with the trap shit. I can't. I try to listen to it. You I mean the, not? No, you mean the drill shit. Oh drill, whatever the it's fuck drill is called. Oh drill, whatever. I can't. I just. I can't. I can't rock with it. I'm spoiled. I'm used to the songs having hooks. Shit, I could either. Like we was talking. There's no summer bop right now. What summer? What what hot summer hip hop song you got right now? Well, I just saw like a little headline about that. Like like uh, companies they're struggling to find that that artist that's gonna fill arenas. They mm-hmm. just it's just little pops and they like festival. Little... They festival artists. <laughs> It's Rolling a lot. Of, it's a lot of one hit wonders yeah. right now. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of longevity artists right now. And that's the thing with these new ones. Like I saw an interview with, uh, it may not be your little Yachty, my one of them. And he said, he's like, man, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to be like Tupac and Big and I'm, I'm gonna be me and I'm trying to get this money and, and get as long as I can. Like I'm not look. They're not looking at the long game. You know, at, at least he said that he's not worried about it. I can't speak for all of them, but I, that's how I feel. I feel like a lot of them, like, and we also, me and Krill talk about it, like, a lot of these songs are like they TikToks. I mean, these songs are like two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes long. I remember songs being like three, four minutes. Like in the 70s when the song be 10 minutes. Shit. <laughs> and them used to be some oh, long ass songs. Be on the dance floor for 10 minutes straight. Be like, damn. My shit, it made sense. It made sense because back then you had vinyl. And motherfucker, I'm not going to pay all this money for a vinyl. This you is gonna put true. Some... And I got to, as a DJ, I got to keep swapping that bad boy out. Right. You're going to put some songs on this motherfucker. You're and gonna just make let some... it roll. Yeah. Break. Yeah. You're going to have a fucking two minute intro. They turn, on the, they turn on the bus stop and the DJ go away and go order him some food. That's and it, fix him a Take plate. a drink, yeah. Oh, yeah, when I do, man, when I do a gig, if I need to go use the best song, I said, let me put on Mr. Magic. Oh, I put that motherfucker on, greet people and shit to get a drink. <laughs> I got about six more minutes. <laughs> go back up. All right, let me get the next record going. <laughs> turn on Lenny Williams, get a bathroom break Ooh, in. Don't talk about that. Yeah, that's my that's my two go, my go-tos. If I need a break or something, I put them back to back and I be rolling. <laughs> but like I said, it's just I don't know, man. I just I'm 
I know who I am. I know how I am. And like I say, I guess I'm just at that point where it's, it's just, You're it's not for guy. me. Yeah, I'm the old guy. <laughs> I'm the fucking old but, guy. I mean, not only is the music evolving, but we had a weird time with technology. Like, yeah, it's, the world has never been like this. So all of that is going to influence each other. The technology is going to influence the, the creativity and the culture and everything. It's just weird. We don't know what's about to happen, honestly. This is true. <laughs> so, you talking about AI. Everybody yeah. might be out of a job soon. But well, see, that, and and that's why I love your song, because your song takes me back to, I feel, what hip-hop was. You know, what I grew up knowing and loving. So that's why it's like, that's why I gravitate to that your shit so hard. But, like, some new shit. And then I hate. I hate to see artists from my era, my decade, excuse me, try to do the new shit. Like, bro, they ain't you. They ain't your lane. Stay in your lane. Don't come here trying to do this young bullshit. They ain't you. I, I don't like that. Stay in your lane. And I feel like they really need to bring some shit back. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I like I said, I'm not knocking the new generation because, like you said, eventually, you know, we're going to fade out and have, die they out. They do have some pretty good artists that are out right now. Who? I mean, new? you still got not new, new. Oh, who you like, talking about? Like, they can keep Sexy Red and, mm-hmm. and all, like, them. Like, it, they I can keep, they my can booty keep... hole brown. My booty hole brown. Like, oh, Jesus pound Christ. Time. Like, you can keep Pound Town. Pop Town. Exactly. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> what? And that's what I'm Ooh, saying. Oh, she really be spitting. Like, that was a video I saw recently. I don't know who it was. Was performing at the, at a club. And, like, the, the security guard was standing on stage next to her. And she rapping. She got the crowd going. And they start talking about, eat his ass. Oh, Sukiana. Eat his ass. <laughs> and his face was like. Sukiana. <laughs> he made a face. I was weak. I was like, I know he's standing up here going, like. I'm too old for this shit, and I don't even for listen real? to this music no more. He probably looking for another club. Like it's time for me to go to the 25 and up club now. <laughs> what do y'all think about like Sukiana? I'm just not really feeling like the raunchy, the extra raunchy. Yeah, it, my thing is, I have no problem with raunchy because I had no problem with WAP. Like I said, Luke and the Two Live Crew stuff. Like I have no problem with raunchy. They shit is just, I don't know. It's just really just shock value i guess they just trying to make the most shocking like lyrics that really carries no real weight and it's just like what i don't have no comment for it because <laughs> like i said like that shit just like eat a nigga ass eat a nigga ass like didn't you know we're gonna be going next we'll be like shit on my chest and make me impress i'm sure shit. it's probably coming yeah it's like <sighs> but the I, legacy a little kill you think does little Kim say eat a nigga ass? Little Kim was a dad bad. That's what I'm saying. We had Trina. We we had Trina. We had Foxy Brown. We had Lil' Kim, who are all raunchy. Don't get me wrong. But the lyrics and the wordplay was also there with it. Now, they just saying shit. Right. And that's what I miss. I miss the wordplay. Nobody does a wordplay no more. That's what I miss. That's what I enjoy. That's as old. Give me... Give me throwback Wayne. Give me Carter one, two, and three Wayne. I'll take that. But nobody does wordplay no more. And like I said, the the artists I used to listen to, them they don't make music like they used to. And now then you know it's up in the these young generations. And I'm like, man, y'all, y'all motherfuckers ain't. But they don't pay attention to it long enough. That's why. That's why like a lot of these songs don't don't chart really. I think their attention span is that 
that long. So a lot of people yeah, are just like, let I'm me really... put out this one song that's gonna catch people for a while. Right. Because I'm here for a fun time, not a long time. Right. And that's what Relic was telling me. I'm like, man, a lot of y'all songs is like two, two minutes, thirty seconds. Like nothing's over like three minutes. And he's like, man, it's it's the attention span. Nobody listens to anything longer than that. I'm like, really? Like when I listen to my songs, I listen to the motherfucker from beginning to end. There's a lot of songs in probably like the last five years that haven't gotten replayed recently. I don't know, man. Like they don't get pulled back out. And I think that's where we at right now. Like it's cool for the now and then like that was a time and that was it. But I think also was the I think with hip hop was also um kind of fucking with me with it is that um I mean the radio stations aren't what they used to be anymore. You know, you got radio. I mean, our local radio stations. There's very few local shows. Most of it is syndicated. Everything syndicated. Yeah. Everything syndicated. And I don't like that because there was a time where artists is new. That's how I learned of new music growing up. That's how I knew what new was coming out. They would go to their studio and be like, "Hey, this is my new single. Check it out." And they would play the shit. Mm. And you know, I'm like, oh, all right. You know, he, you, your boy had a show. Uh, also, drop it, pop it. I also the fuck feel like that's why a lot of local artists struggle now too. Like, unless you're from a big city where the syndication is coming from, I think places like New Orleans and Houston and stuff like that struggle to get their artists on now because you can't slide that local artist onto the local radio station no more. Do you have an edited version of your song? I do not. Um. I I had I did write a clean version, but somebody like discouraged me from recording it, and I wish I should have. I, I did write a clean version of Cleaner Lyrics. I, well, I, I might just go. You should, because I mean, I mean, I I still bump your shit clean or dirty, but I'm saying like, if you ever want to get your shit radio played, that's yeah. why I was saying. Mm-hmm. Definitely been told that there was, but the reason I, like that song, I don't know, like I I. I I released my most craziest, roughest song first because I felt like if I did my softer stuff first and then I did that song right. like that, people were going to uh, be oh like, it'd be hard to transition. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So I was like, let me get this out the way. Like, yeah, I could go here, but I'm not going to always go there. You know? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, for me, like, yeah, like it's more a character. You know, it's a, it's in me as a part of me, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, obviously I don't walk around. But you could, but you could do that. You can have, you can have an album of like both and things like that. And that might be, to your point, that might be a reason why they got a lot of songs that don't hit the airwaves either. A lot of them are like too vulgar to the point where once they start bleeping out everything and there's no clean version, they're like, damn, we ain't got a song. Right, right. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, but once again. A lot of people don't worry about making clean verses because they just hurry up and put it on the streaming platforms. Because there was a couple performances on the BET Awards that, like, the whole damn song was practically bleeped. Yeah. yeah. Was like, <laughs> and it was like... I, it, what was the point? It was like, what was the point of this performance if, like, you had to bleep out half of it? Man, crazy. The only people who enjoyed this are the people who are actually sitting in the, in the theater right now. The rest of us at home got nothing from this performance. So let me ask you this. Another 50 years, where do you think hip-hop going to be? A hundred years of hip-hop. I wish I was going to see that. I love hip-hop so much. What you mean? You only be, uh, you only be like 80-something. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I can't wait to see that. I can't just, wait to shit go back to what it used to be. I'm waiting for that shit to I, happen. I mean, I we're we going to have a shift. I think we're going to have a shift back to the middle so that, at a point. 
Yeah, I, definitely because things are cyclical. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be a day, like, we're going to go into all this technology and AI, but then there's going to be a day where analog is going to be rare and mm-hmm. precious, and people are going to want to get back into that with what's real and gritty and all right. that. Right. So, you know, when I, I, I think definitely a, when I think it. a lot of people are going to start looking for longevity again and not just that hit, because they're going to start being like, I really need to, like, make money, <laughs> you know? I need to be able to put out an album. I need to be able to, you know, because it's one single, especially in the age of streaming. I mean, right. yeah, it could be big. You can have a billion streams and they cut you a check for $1,000 until you go out your Exactly. Way, you it's, know? The shit crazy. That's why, you know, a lot of artists, they make their money off of touring. Mm-hmm. Nowadays. Right. And like you said, there's a lot of artists that can't sell out an arena right now. So, And there's a lot of artists that we may not know about because, like I say, they may not have, like, the radio station was the lowest level that you can go to. Like, hey, mm-hmm. here's my song, my CD. I have a clean, unclean version. You know, just play if you can't play. You know, that was your that was your outlet to start out with. Now, you know, like I say, if you got some money, you can you can put yourself on the streaming platform, but you got to have some money back and your own personal money back. Because, mm-hmm. like I say, record companies aren't building artists no more. They're not doing that. Some days over. Yeah, with. they want you to be built already. They want you to already have followers, and they're not yep. going to baby you. They don't even care about. They, the don't, they don't promote. They don't promote anymore. They don't even. They don't even care about the musical. How many followers you got on Instagram? There's been artists that have come out and was like, "Yeah, my label flat out told me I need to make a TikTok hit. Like we need we we need you to make something that's gonna go viral." And they're like, "Yo, so you're not gonna promote my album? You're not gonna promote the song? No, we just need to go viral. We need them to dance to it on TikTok." And I was like, "What the like?" Y'all not trying to spend no money. Like, y'all pocketing all this money off of me, and you don't want to pay no money to promote me. You just want to pocket money off of, of what I make. I'm thinking about hooking up with DJ Tank and do a bounce album. I'm thinking about it. You should. Somebody told me to do a bounce song. I'm just... You gonna do... What, <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna feature on my album? Of course. I'm always down to... Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be cold. <laughs> <laughs> Bounce ain't gonna be no booty eating shit on either. I ain't doing all that. I have a bounce on like oh, lyric Lord. that's that's been in my head for years. Oh Lord. that's ridiculous. That's <laughs> crazy. That's wild. Go for it. You want me to see? Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's like he a trick, keep be treating, and I was gonna release around Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing? They go talk about tricks and treats. And you laughing? about. Halloween bullshit yeah. and make it totally ridiculous and stupid. But yeah. I call that nigga a goblin because he be goblin. goblin. Yeah. <laughs> you laughing, but shit. That'd be, be the joint, though. That'd be the joint. He's a, what you say? He a tricky be treated. Oh, that's how be my treat. brain works. I just say a little shit. Yeah. I feel something on me. This is fucking ridiculous. He's a tricky be treated. I'm here for it. I'm down with it, too. I sense a bounced out thriller beat. Um, bro. Facts. Or bounced out uh, that Michael Myers shit. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fine. Uh huh. Just for fun, just for kicks. And we have people, we have people with pumpkins uh, painted on their ass cheeks. A painted bubble booty painted like a pumpkin. Yeah, yep. That was good. Oh yeah, trust me. I go with all my cheeks. Yeah, don't don't give me no idea. Come on, (laughs) hey, you laughing? And them whole and they'll be playing that shit around Halloween time too. I can hear cars driving. I don't know what that's going to be. You got a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Trigger treat, bitch. 
Might have to try to get Frida on that hoe. Oh, no. Frida's too big for us. Frida. <laughs> Frida. Look, Frida knows. I'd be like, Frida, this this is a little feature, baby. Something. A little one-two for us. A little one-two for the, for the coach. Fuck, you don't even got to do her voice. You just come <laughs> on there and say, you already know, and I'm cool with that. We're going to make the original song, and then Frida will jump on a remix when it get big. Exactly. And then they'll go, the remix will go national. Man, all we could get. Shout out to Frida. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to big sis Frida. You know what I mean? She's still doing that uh, college campus shit. That college thing. She did the first season. I don't think okay. she's doing the second season. Oh, Lord. The one where... Oh, didn't somebody get whooped on her? Like oh, Jocelyn. <laughs> Jocelyn and oh, Amber Lord. Rose got in a fight. For what? Because Amber Rose don't want to be black. Yeah. <laughs> she don't want to be black. Amber Rose is black when she want to be black. Um, bro. Okay. Jesus. She still got that shit tatted on her forehead. Yep. Her kids' names. Her kids' nicknames. Yeah. That's what she got on her forehead? Mm-hmm. It's Bash and I forget what the other child's name. For fucking what? Everybody took each to each his own. And you know her baby daddy with Madonna? No, no, Cher. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the second Cher. baby daddy is with Cher. Cher who? Because <laughs> you know her first, her first baby daddy is Wiz. Is Wiz, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. And her second baby daddy was Cher who? Cher. The mm-hmm. Cher. Like Cher, Cher. There's baby. one Cher. Cher. <laughs> oh, is that Cher? Am I singing the wrong damn song? If you believe in love, ever the love. You fucking lying. Yes. And they say he draining her. That's not so. That's a gossip. Get the fuck draining her, baby. Oh, she got. Oh, oh, she, she they, got a they've had number. pictures of them together, so it's real. So wait a minute. Mm-hmm. He black? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She with a nigga. She with a young, young black young dude. Black. Cause you know she in her coins out of. Yeah, but she don't look old. <laughs> That's cause she got old. Since she's a vampire. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck with she. She might be. I think she's also like part Armenian. Okay. Shay a beast though. Shay is fashion. Like mm-hmm. she, I, yeah, she's. Oh, he he enjoying being her sugar baby. Hell yeah. She a legend. I might be a sugar baby too. She I got a cougar with her cougar. <laughs> Come on. Damn, Shay got a nigga. Come on, shout out. Shout out to uh, Shay supporting Black Lives Matter. Right, you hear me? <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, he probably sitting up in that big old house just like, what do you need? How honey? that nigga no share though? Like, bitch, how you buy no share? I mean, Amber Rose do hang in some circles. I mean, he probably true, look true. how he got share. That's right. the question. How you that's the question. Sure. He how he met share is probably not a problem. How he, he pulled share is the he question. Bold. <laughs> he bold like he bold. Uh, I'm gonna pull that old pussy. Like, <laughs> shit, what you talking about? If I ever get in a circle with um Gail Benson, guess what? What's that? So. Y'all think Gail is Posse Blunt? She might be. Why y'all say that? Y'all heard something? I feel like I know my people when I look at her. Yeah. <laughs> she might. Bro, not the way she threw She got kids or no? No. no. Oh. No, when she died, Tom's money is going all to charity. She's the only... Her and Drew Brees are the only two people that are allowed to be buried in his crib. Drew Brees? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, no, that will when he died, like told his, cause the kids, the kids that he had are actually he adopted them, with the like the wife that passed away. So he technically didn't have to take care of them at all, but he still took them in anyway. So the daughter, the daughter, and then the grandkids and stuff aren't his blood. So when he cut them off, it it broke his heart, but it mean they're not blood. And that will said. Pretty much was like on some Madame Zaroni from Holes type mess. Your children, your children's children, and your children's children's children never. ain't seeing this damn never. money ever. Never. When, and it said when Gail died, that money is all going to charity. Shit. That's I'm changing my name to charity. That's that cruel 
Let me stop playing with Gail. Gail, I'm, I'm going to push on blaze. Like. But that's how she made sure, <laughs> baby, she made sure Alvin Kamara, um, Kamara didn't um, get no more than three games suspension mm-hmm. from that fight because she threw him on a plane. Like once he um, cleared all that stuff up, she threw him on a plane and said, come on, we taking a private jet to New York. We're going to talk to Goodell. We're going to handle this. We ain't going to wait for him to call a meeting. We gonna, um, you going to miss practice yeah, today. So get your get on, on this private plane. jet and we going to talk to him. And the two of them went by themselves to go handle that. And Goodell was like, all right, I respect you for coming to me. So I'm going to just only give you three games. Man, shout out to Gail. You're shout out to my girl, girl. Fuck with the city all day, every she day. She be treating them players like her kids. Fucking right, right. She do. Bathe them and all her. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm just playing. You want to be one of them? I sure do. I already told you. a lady. I already told you. We could do like the <laughs> movies and I'd just be walking around holding an umbrella for her when it's hot and stuff like that. And then she turn around and leave me the fortune what? or leave me a chunk when she go. She call me nigga boy all day. I don't care. <laughs> I do not get nigga boy. Yes, again. I'm here. But um, you know, Gail is bad. Anytime these dudes tried to call Jack, her driver hopped in the car and realized she was in the backseat of the car and was like, "Oh shit, that's Gail," and got out right and ran right. Didn't make her get out the car. They got out the car and was like, "Oh shit, never mind, my bad," and left. Okay, I can get some tickets to the nigga. Got a fucking have a good day, yeah. Like you know you you know you bad when two niggas try to call Jack the call, thinking they just call Jack and some random person uptown and realize you sitting in the back seat and say, Oh, nope, my bad, and got I, out. I wonder was she even phased about it. She was like, Oh my goodness, what's going on? Well, you know, they were like, Oh, well, she's shaking up. You know, that was oh, the well. statement afterwards. I was a little flutter. I'm like, Yeah, what your ass was doing over there anyway? In her house enjoying her money. Uh, off of Claiborne? Yeah, like in the Garden District part of Cleveland, That's like where St. I Charles. Thought, I thought she was on the other side. Not in the hood. No, she you was. Sure? She was no. She was by her. She, from she the was by her house. house. She was from the suburbs. Mm-hmm. She a nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she she about say. We ain't crazy. We. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, I'll tell you a secret, gal. Look, they got look. They got a lot of passes around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you go to a funeral, you gonna see some niggas pop up. They're like, "Oh, are you friends? <laughs> yeah, sure, friends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's my cousin." My dad, um, my dad friend, he, um, my dad's friend Ronald said he used to play football with the Mannings when they were younger uptown. Yeah, they went to know me. Mm-hmm. When, uh, but they were hanging with them people in the hood playing football. When Creole mother passed, we was at the repass and had a table, a bunch of white people. And I mean, who are these white they people? White. I said, who are these white people? She said, they're not white. That's my mama people. I said, so they white. They're not white. That's I saw an old picture of her grandfather. It looked like an old skin. white Italian. Straight up. That's no, he does Mm-hmm. Or Louisiana, South Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That's just how I, I told do. you that's some domains from Point Lash. Domain. Domingo. Domain. 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 Same yeah. domain, which is Haiti. Haiti, though. There's some Italian up in there. Y'all got some Italian. Whatever. Some Italian. Nigga look like Mario. It's a I, me. I told you they ran us light skins out after the revolution. Mm-hmm. They kicked the white people out and then they looked at the light skins and said, nah, y'all ass gotta go too. Bye. I hate him. Mm-hmm. They said you light skins gotta go out. Y'all gotta go too, and that's how we no. ended up at Point Lahash. <laughs> Got on the boat, came up the river, and said, "Oh, we'll stop right here. Mm, let me off." <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the music, man. Like we were saying, <laughs> sorry for the sidetrack, giving y'all a little history. Anyway, but no, I'm 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 really gonna hit up Tank and see about doing the, maybe like four or five songs, do a little bounce thing. That would be cool. 
Yeah. Have fun with it. That's oh, I'm de- I oh, I definitely yeah, will. Yeah, just, ha- just have fun. Yeah. And then that's the funny thing is, mess around, be like, oh, we just made this for fun, and that'd be a international hit. Next thing you know, you performing a song in, at some festival, and uh, friends going, how the fuck we end up here? That's going to be the trick-or-treat <laughs> song. That, that's, oh, the song. that's going to be the one. That's going to one that's going to take us there. What's up, motherfuckers? Halloween, we in this bitch. Spooky duty. Woo. <laughs> Where the book of bed set? We in the back. Me we in the back. You? I have ran my ideas all the time. <laughs> I told you about the Storyville thing, huh? No. I didn't. Tell I ain't going to tell you on no. I ain't going to oh, tell you on okay. the podcast. I'll tell you we, don't need, we don't need Ava DuVernay stealing oh, from Lord. us. Yeah, we don't need this. Oh, thing, Lord. This shit. <laughs> this shit. This, this is a solid fucking show. Solid. Okay. I got, I got her. Got my cousin, two cousins. Then that we talking about getting together, and trying to start writing and shit. Yeah, okay. it's very solid. I'm gonna tell you after that because I want nobody to be biting my shit. Y'all ain't paying for it. Y'all don't get it. Y'all got to pay for the Patreon for that. Oh lord. <laughs> but um, I'm I I do look forward to see in another fifty years where hip hop would be if I'm around. Y'all spend my life. It will be interested to see. It's but, gonna be ever changing. Cause let's be real. Oh, we, yeah. we thought we thought snap music was kind of strange at first. Lord knows I did when I first got to Georgia, but that was like the soundtrack of college. Like, Hell yeah! <laughs> snap your finger, do your step. You could do it all by yourself. Let me hear you go. Hey. I mean, you gotta think about it. Like I'm sure chopped and screwed was considered weird. I still don't. I'm sure. I mean, look at bounce. Bounce Bay Area yeah. music. Yeah. yeah, like all of that stuff was probably considered so weird. And then now it's like you can't get rid of it. <laughs> That's why what I learned is even like with my own creativity, it's like you just got to keep putting it out there and have confidence and people will catch on eventually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't whatever your creative ideas are, just go for it. Of course. Somebody's going somebody to buy it somebody on. Somebody's going to like it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, there's a lid for every fucking pot. So, yeah. Somebody Because I tell on. you all the time, the first time I heard Laffy Taffy, me and my mom was only two awake in the car, evacuated for Katrina, pulled up in Georgia. My mom turned on the Georgia radio station. And it was like, this new song by D4L, Laffy Taffy. Me and my mom like, the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, but as soon as your and fucking then, song come on. Yeah, uh-huh. right. But then like months later, we come back after Katrina, like for the summer, and they're like, this new hit out of Atlanta. And we like, oh, Lord, it's just getting here. <laughs> Yeah, you know it. Tra- it takes its time to travel down here, but when well, we yeah, just, it has to we get leave here. from the being local. Yeah, you know, we can get to say we appreciate it. I feel like we we I feel like we accept more outside shit coming into the city than they're accepting us going out. I mean, that's true. Or if you from the city, like Frank Ocean is a prime example for me. Like he had to go to California, and yeah. he has beautiful. I don't know if y'all of what y'all opinion, but in my opinion, he has he's a beautiful lyricist, melody. No, he is. Yeah, like he has beautiful. He music. might not be the best performer. Um, yeah. I think that's his weak point is performing on stage. I think that's the thing that made people kind of question him. But I think he's amazing as an artist. Yeah, he's an amazing writer. He's, he just hasn't put on great concerts. Like, imagine if we never got, like, if Dad just stayed in New Orleans. Right. And just Frank Ocean was, like, working in the office or working in... As I said, Frank <laughs> Ocean... On Bourbon Street. As <laughs> I said, we got Frank Ocean. We got Lucky Day. We got uh Luke, you know. We got Luke James. We got Tank and the Bangers. We got Frida. Like, all... And all of them are so different. Like, none of them perform the same music. 
if you think about it, like you'd be like, mm, maybe they should all work together. Like, wait, they don't really make the same music though, like sound wise. Yeah, no, but I, I believe you can. And that's not even including like all of the jazz and blues and Zydeco and all that stuff that comes from down here too. Y'all know Tucker. John Baptiste. Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, Tucker, who don't know Tucker. Get you on your feet. Tucker. <laughs> Oh, what do y'all think about like Rob for Nine? Like Rob the really young, like you know, I heard that name. Oh Lord, see, but he just he was on Travis Scott album. He was he's like really like picking up, and he's from here. Yeah, he's I know from he's from here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like I, said, I heard his name before. I'm trying to think of some of his songs because he got shot he while filming a music video. And they shot his mom or something. Yeah, and they recently shot his mom. Damn, down here, yeah, on Porges. Oh, that's who that was. Mm. She got killed. Or? No, no, she's fine. Okay, it was like a, it was a minor injury, but she yeah she got he shot to get out of the city. He you know they gonna try to soldier slim him probably. Cause I was cause yeah. I was cause yeah. I was wondering if they were trying to like rob him. Cause I wouldn't be surprised if he bought her like a nice purse or something. And they were trying to rob him. So that's what I'm about to ask you. Do you feel like once you get to a certain status, you gotta leave from down here? Um, yeah. I mean, or at least move different. Move differently, you know, because this city, I don't know, this city have an energy to it. <laughs> and it does. You got to know how to move in New Orleans. It period. does. I mean, mm-hmm. I, um, I agree. Like you can't, like, if I was to get rich, there's no way in hell I'm, like, still staying in the same house and just moving like a normal person. Oh, no. Yeah. Most definitely not. Because, I mean, that's been, there's a lot of artists that didn't move out the city. They moved to, like, Kenner or Laplace. You know, just you know, they're still nearby, but they like, outside the city. But you, you ain't watching them like just stroll on the street, still hanging in the project. Yeah, I mean, shit, like nothing at, uh, happened. Like they definitely, because I mean, soldiers, soldiers, Slim got shot when her business stopped popping. Soldiers Slim got got shot, thinking he had pulled his mom out the hood, and they were straight, and they came over here and, and killed him. Because yeah. I mean, he got killed not too far on the face street, like down the way. But like before you get to uh Gentilly is where his mom's house at. And he went to he got killed on her front lawn visiting her. Like they like followed him and found out where she was. And in his mind, he had to moved out the hood and put her in a nice neighborhood, but they still came and found him, you know? Yeah. You just gotta you know, this is we in the city is a poverty stricken city. It is. And um some people feel like that's how they, you know, get their come up. Because mm-hmm. they, <laughs> they had a rapper I forget his name. He came in for a friend's funeral and he got killed by um the Waffle House right there before you get to I ten on the Legion Field. I remember that. And they were trying to steal his call. And I like his song too. I'm he, I'm drawing a blink. He had a nice little heat. Mm-hmm. And same thing. And he he left, but he came in town for a friend's funeral and got killed the day before you were supposed to leave back out. Man. Oh, because they were trying to steal his call. Yeah, but you know what? And the crazy thing about it is, this city is too rich in culture, and also can is there's too much money flowing through the city for the city to be so quote unquote, you know, broke. It shouldn't the the property that the property down here shouldn't be. I feel like it shouldn't be. They don't put it back into the city. Exactly. That's the problem. They make money off of our culture, but they don't put money back into said culture. Well, let me ask you this: What about those? What about those artists who 
came who are from here who still rep who rep the culture, rep the city, but they don't put into the city. Um, like fuck all that turkey giving away and shit. That ain't shit. I mean, it's nice and all. It's not just the the month that still don't solve a lot of people issues. Which I'm not saying that this should be out here thing, but I feel like if you're in a position where you can possibly make something happen or link up with your other you have connections now. You 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 know people. You know things now that can help and better your city. Why not try to do that for instead of just sitting here giving a shout out on a motherfucking CD? Because there's so much fucking red tape in this city. And the problem is there's so much damn corruption and so many hands you got to grease to get shit done. And that's unreal. Well, why don't you just... You we got currency. Just... I don't know if he gives back what he says here. <laughs> He stays here. He tries to do things. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was trying to reach know, out to him and see really if I was going to get him on here. He was trying to um reopen the buzz brawler across from Dillard, uh, Delgado, and it that didn't manifest. Yeah. yeah, but he, you know, it's like first of all, I think I feel like you don't really know. Like we don't know. Yeah, what we know. They're really doing, and some of them might be quietly doing it and just don't Maybe. want the publicity. Yeah, that's your agent. You gotta check. <laughs> um. You know, you don't really know. Maybe they have, like, maybe they have something for when they die, like a trust or something. Maybe they have an individuals. Because a lot of times, like like you were saying, like trying to help things on, like, a policy level or mm-hmm. a political level is going to be a bunch of bull. You may, it may sometimes be best to just invest in a one child for, mm-hmm. you know, a thousand percent or something like that. So, we, you know. You I mean, know shit, know. they say Nelly has been quietly sending uh, people to college. That's yeah. what's up. Let's hope that's what they do. Right. I'm gonna give yeah. benefit. <laughs> That's hope. Because you never know. It might be years later we find out Wayne put so many kids through college or whatever. All uh, them strippers? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, buddy. Nah. That boy went to McMain. <laughs> he is not a he's not as much of a goon as he as yeah, he pretends well, to be. We'll <laughs> he's been rich his whole life. Huh? He's been a little rich kid his whole Pretty life. Pretty much. <laughs> Like people, look, I mean, I mean, across the country, they're like, "Oh, Wayne a goon, Wayne a goon." Down here, we're like, "That nigga with the McMain." Like, what are you talking about? Bro, he <laughs> ain't no badass school. Bro. Oh, he said he went to public school. He went to McMain. Like, it was the honors school of like public schools. Please, it was the prestigious school for the public schools. Like, they showed a part of Holly Grove he was in, and it's not the hood, hood, hood part of Holly Grove. <laughs> So let me ask you this, Jeff. Give me your right now, your top, if you can't say top five, at least top three hip hop artists. Outcast number one. Um, well, not Outcast, but Andre three thousand. He was a huge influence on me. Um, just his poetic license. Huh, hip hop. Um, honestly, I listen to a lot of hip hop, but that's not always my favorite. Um, I'm gonna say okay. Other than Outkast, Lil Wayne, of course, he just had an era like just his ethic, his right. It don't have to be somebody energy. currently you listen to either. Just in general, like when um, you think of the 50 years of hip hop, people that you listen to throughout the years of as you know that you listen to, who you go to when you want to hit hip hop type of style when you feel like you're in the hip hop groove. Definitely, like I said, Andre. Wayne and maybe I'd be all over the place, y'all. So it's hard. I don't even have a favorite color, so this is the worst question to ask me. 
on. <laughs> she likes it all. I'm just like, I'm just, that's the ADD. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's whatever you wake up and feel um, like that day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she could be one of knocking a nigga head loose one morning, <laughs> or she might be in her feelings the next. Exactly. You know? Like, I, like okay, I'm going to say Mailbox, like Mailbox Money by Nipsey Hussle. Like, that's one of my favorite albums. I'm going to put that on the on All right. What about you, Grill? Chris Brown don't count. <laughs> Boy, go to hell. Um, <laughs> let's see. I would say in, like, no particular order, it would probably be Outkast, Wayne, I know it's a very southern thing to say, those artists, but yeah. We're probably like Outkast, Wayne. I do listen to a lot of T.I. Definitely a T.I. fan. That's it? You said three? Three or five, I said, you know. Oh. If you don't have five, I say three, so. We'll just we'll just add three, because then it just starts getting complicated. Then I start listening to everybody, like. Because the more we talk, like, I'm starting to. Because <laughs> my list could go on and yeah. on and on. I could probably oh, list it. like twenty five. something. I got five motherfuckers: Wayne, Ti, Jeezy, Juve, and uh, and Dre. Drake don't count. Dre. Thought, oh, who? Oh, Doctor like, Dre. Doctor Dre. Oh, yeah. Lord Jesus. I thought you said your <laughs> number one was Silk the Shocker. I ain't oh, never boy. said that shit. <laughs> Let's not even get on his shit. We didn't know. Man, you was telling me how, like, you, you enjoy it. Bullshit. How, like, he I ain't never told you that shit. He doesn't rap in the confines of rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> he got his own. He got his own flow. Oh, my God. How can I forget Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. I fuck with Kendrick. What about over, J. Cole? Kendrick over J. Cole, period. And I got to give an honorable mention to Freddie Gibbs and Carmen Salas and Nevada. I okay. like vibey, like, sounds. I could throw Big Sean on my list. I'm gonna have to check. Uh, I'm gonna have to check currency out. Currency is a vibe. Um, yeah. What kind of vibe? Like, if I want to, see, what, what currency? <laughs> what kind of mindset currency puts me in? My list to Just like a pimp with some good ass weed. <laughs> 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 they get money. I'm gonna have to listen. I'm gonna check that shit out. I'm gonna listen to that Sunday. Then. All right. I fucks with it. Now let me ask you this: being that you're a female, you know, and hip hop. The the you know I mean I think males outrun the females when it comes to hip hop right the males outnumber the yeah. females I'll put it that them. way I wouldn't say they outrun not outrun it but that's what I mean outnumber they them. outnumber the females easily yeah how do you feel the status of female MCs in the hip hop world right now oh I feel like we definitely uh show what we can do in the past uh twenty years or so. Uh, definitely not to be taken lightly. You know, we have some very dominant, you know, women rappers. Uh, I think that like that wave, like that's why you see so many kind of popping up now because mm-hmm. now they like the industry has caught on like, okay, like people fuck with the female rappers. So you see there's more now. Um, I, I do see a continuation of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's always a thing because, you know, men can i don't want to say nothing too controversial but yeah, you said what you just did, like even like personally like going and record i think one of the things that kind of like um kept me from recording and going in studios is that dynamic of because it's usually a male in right. the studio and i found someone who um shout out to a leaving i found someone who i felt safe 
you know, going in the studio. Right. Because As you I, should. Cause cause you, as you, you want, should, yeah. You want to know that and this is business, you know, ain't no business. fuck shit, nothing like that. Exactly. And it is hard for female artists, whether hip-hop, anything anything dealing with female wanting Hip-hop, career. R&B, pop. Like, yeah. they've all said that there's been somebody who just was... Trying to fuck. Trying to fuck. You know, they thought I mean, they were trying to do something they were trying to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, before I, like got in Levy studio at the hut. Like I tried to like, oh, like this person has something or whatever and then weird some weird happens, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like who wants to deal with all that? Like Right. I mean y'all y'all definitely have to move differently when it comes to trying to get work done. And I think that's fucked up, but unfortunately that's just the way it is. But, you know, like I said, I have some like I I ain't gonna tell you, I I love Cardi B. That's my fucking girl. I fucking rock with her, and I love her, and I respect her as an artist because she what she did was what a lot of fucking females, quote-unquote, was supposed to do when they did shows like Love and Hip Hop. They're supposed to go on there, you know, use this platform to perform, you know, to promote your music and shit if you really trying to be an artist. Cardi B did that shit. She went on there. She did, what, two seasons? And she said they begged her for that second season. She did two seasons, and that was it. Other than that, everything went to her doing her fucking music, and she's been crushing that shit ever since. So I give, yeah, I <laughs> mm-hmm. give shout out to Cardi for her. She doing had a, her she thing. had a clear goal and stuck to it. And I feel like, unfortunately, there's a lot of chicks. I mean, and I'm I'm not saying that some of them on loving hip hop had no real interest in doing music, but she clearly had a clear goal and was like, "This is the goal. Like, I'm just getting on here." get some attention to my music and that's it i'm out of here you know because she really didn't have much relationship drama on there like it wasn't relationship mm-hmm. drama based no. it was it was really it was really more so of like oh she's working with said producer and his girlfriend think that they smashing and she's like i'm not fucking your man like i'm just doing my music that's it. you know <laughs> what's the reason yeah exactly <laughs> Cause that's what that whole thing was. Like his girl thought that they were that they were sleeping together and was talking some mess about her. And she's like, No, like I don't like him like that. I got a whole old man in jail. Like <laughs> just trying to make my music, baby. So But she said they they she said Mona Scott begged her to do the second season. Cause after the first season and like she had that first mixtape drop, she was ready to be done with it. And they were like, Please give us one more season. And so hmm. she was like, One more season and that's it, I'm gone. That's what I, I like that. And then, so then she did the second season, Bodak Yellow dropped, and she was like, I'm done. You ever do reality TV, you think? Mm. Uh, I'd say never say never, but I don't think that fits my personality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stage the beef, and I feel like, like reality TV just focuses on a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person. It's not that, real reality. I mean, yeah, let's be real. It's they not. be staging stuff. Like, I, I don't know. It will really have to be. And them shows always start off, they always start off one thing when the first season is out. And then two, three seasons, they, you know, they turn around and be like, oh, no, the drama sells. So we need as much drama as possible. Yeah, Yeah, no, I ain't got time for that. Because Love & Hip Hop originally did not start as that. Love & Hip Hop was originally supposed to be actual wives and girlfriends of known big name hip hop artists. And it quickly went south when they brought in Kim Bella, who was essentially just a goddamn groupie. Right. You know, because she had gotten with Juel Santana, but essentially she was like a known, you know, hip hop groupie. They had screwed everybody. And so they brought her in for the drama of her coming in and be like, yeah, I fucked Fab while Emily was pregnant with her, with uh, her son. And it was like, 
<laughs> and they started fighting and they were like, yes, we need more of this, you know? And then, so then it just started being a bunch of random chicks who nobody knew that was coming on the show. And that's when the original cast left. And then now loving hip hop is what it is now. It's just a much oh, probably less love and just them just fucking fighting all Facts. the damn time. Facts. Negative energy. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for it. That's why I don't watch that shit. Because College Hill started out pretty positive and yeah. went south really fast. Yeah. Once they once they had that one fight and was like, no, we need more of this. We need more action drama. Fuck and then it gets to the point where like they're so boring. Like you said, they start staging stuff. Yeah. Like you gonna fight her because why? Because we need this. Or so we know you two this. don't like each other, so we're gonna intentionally make sure both of y'all end up at the same club so y'all can fight exactly. each other. Dumb shit. But people eat that shit up, man. They eat that shit up. Some people love, oh, I got to watch Love and Hip Hop. I got to watch Real Housewives. I'm good. Because Real Housewives started out as women who actually were with prominent people and quickly just became just random chicks that were in Atlanta willing to fight each other on camera. You didn't even do Real Housewives of New Orleans. I need to go ahead and do that. Charlie, who would be on there? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> It'd be funny, though. It'd be funny. It would probably look more like... I wish I had money to what, actually do what was that reality show? TV. Like, real shit. What was like that show? The Real Side yeah. Chicks of Charlotte? Wasn't oh, that a... Sh- Some so shit was, like that. I saw that, yeah. like, on Instagram. Yeah. That was, like, an actual, that was like an actual was? series. Yeah. Oh, that was man. an actual series that came on, like, one of them, like, early, like, stupid streaming channels. Like, that's so thirsty, though. That's so just random. <laughs> so you already know they were fighting from the get-go? And fuck that. Like I said, I wish I had money to do real reality TV. Real shit. I don't know. My reality is I brush my teeth. I, I go to work. Hmm. <laughs> you know how boring it is. Man, fuck all of that. Uh, you know, I might throw a little spice in it and shit. Spicy, yeah. yeah. You know, cut up, whatever. How many times can Creole roll her eyes at her coworkers? <laughs> like, what? I don't know. Is she going to cut somebody out today? We'll see. Like, um, but, on next week's episode, she might then, actually. But, but if you got out. if you got sponsors and shit, you know you got money to come in. You can actually kind of act act that kind of way. Like I feel like if I knew that I got money coming from this show, then I could really be like, I could be extra if I want to, and not worry about it because I'm like, fuck, I got money coming in. Well, my thing is, if that's your only job, then yeah, fine, whatever. Right. Because if you have like an actual job and you doing these shows, you probably getting fired. Well, that's fine. Fuck that. They're going to see the reality of it, of me getting fired. Be like, yeah, uh, Retro, we're going to let you go. Man, fuck y'all in this funky-ass job. <laughs> fuck. I be stealing company time anyway, nigga. <laughs> Bitch. No, but I'm, I really don't, in case my... <laughs> in, case, in case my supervisor <laughs> listen to this episode, because I did send the link to it. In case you listen to this, Michael, <laughs> I do not steal company time, okay? I work every... Fucking day from the morning to the evening of my shift. I don't steal time. I definitely roll my eyes at 75% of my coworkers, though. Still doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my. <laughs> but, Ja, um, we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, I do thank you for coming in. We appreciate you. Thank y'all so much for having me. This was fun. Got I'm, me out of my little shell. I mean, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, make sure you do come back again, though. I'm about to say you're free to come back whenever. For real. All right. We man. love the vibe that you bring in here. Then, then in the oh, ambiance of everything. Thank you so much. <laughs>
if you like, would you, you know, you got social media handle, any plugs or anything else you want to say before we uh, wrap it up? For sure. I'm on Instagram, uh, Jahia Music. So just Jahia, J-A-H-I-A Music is my Insta. Um, yeah, I'll probably be releasing something soon. Some oh, shit. I'm oh, shaggy ducking now. Right, Let's man. go. Let's go. So we'll see. I'm working. <laughs> That's right. We st- and we might have that bounce album, that Halloween song coming to y'all maybe soon. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. We're gonna work on that. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have some collaborating projects together <laughs> soon. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Relic since he couldn't be here. Punk ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Guess catch your ass next time, homeboy. Uh it's number love here for you, brother. Uh, what guess. about you, Creel? <laughs> Got anything else to say? Nah, nah, nah. Look, I want to give a shout-out to all the artists that influenced hip-hop, 50 years of it. We we wish you a happy birthday, hip-hop. We want to see you continue doing what you're doing, all the way from the Grandmaster Flash to the Ride 49 to the Drakes to the Waynes to the Biggie, Tupac, all the oh, let me name Queen Latifah. Let me name some of the females. Because they be like, ain't say nothing but niggas. Little Kim, Fox Brown, all y'all. We thank y'all for doing what y'all Lauren do. Lauren Hill, definitely she's Lauren Hill. <laughs> Lauren Hill. Mm, well, she's yeah, yeah. She's hip, she's both. Okay, she's both. She's hip hop and R and B. I feel okay. Shout, shout out to Lauren Hill. Shout out to the Fuji. You know, one of the members was uh, FBI informant. <sighs> I've heard. That shit crazy. Yeah, prize. Yeah. That is crazy. You never know. Man, they infiltrated hip hop. Ain't that the motherfucker? If you told if you <laughs> if you told somebody in the nineties, be like, so this is what's gonna <laughs> happen to the Fugees. Prize is gonna end up an FBI informant. Wycliffe Jean is gonna run for president of Haiti. <laughs> and Lauren Hill is gonna be late to every concert. <laughs> and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You full of shit. <laughs> She's gonna, believe be, you. she's gonna become the sly stone of the 2000s and be late for every concert but she's gonna put on a hell of a concert when she do show up right yeah they ain't gonna believe me it's like what <laughs> she's gonna put out the best album ever for walk real. away with a shit ton of grammys and for disappear one and, album. and disappear one fucking album all those grammys and just gone we're gonna get on the grammy subject she's, collect- she's collecting them royalty checks that's why oh yeah and Man. popping out babies with one of the Marleys. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> and with that being said, you guys, this will be the end of another episode of All By Yeah. Once again, I'd like to thank Jahir for coming in. Like I say, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Just let us know. We book you in because, you know, nobody really fuck with us like that, but it's all good. <laughs> i um, with y'all. For sure, you heard that. <laughs> Follow us on all the socials. All the socials. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that. There is that. no Twitter. It is only X now. Oh, X now. My bad. Yeah, we on there. But we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Keep on listening. Keep on tuning in. And until next time, this has been another episode of But Yeah, I am your host, Retro. And I'm your girl, Creole. We and it's been y'all. another episode. Peace. Bye. Bye.
Let's go. Check it out, Cleo. This is for retro. Oh, this is for retro.